So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. I'm Becca Kufrin, and we have another switcheroo for you this week because you're not getting Michelle Young today, everyone. You're getting... Thomas Jacobs! That's me! (laughs) That's him. Once again, he's back with us. We had a few little last-minute changes, and luckily he could step in. Thomas, I called you my pinch hitter because you always come in at the last moments to save the day, to seal the deal. So thanks for being on Happy Hour, honey. Absolutely. I can't guarantee I'm always going to hit, but... I will step in that box and I will swing as hard as I can for you. I love it. Um, we're excited to be back again. It, I feel like we haven't recorded in forever. It was a very crazy week because we had Thanksgiving and we've been traveling. Uh, so apologies in advance to all of our listeners because Thomas and I are both not feeling that great. We spent the past week with my little niece and nephew who are Petri dishes and they were sick from daycare. So we, of course, got sick and... Now we're here, so if I sound like a man, I apologize, but we're ready to go. We're going to have a very fun guest today, Thomas. You actually met her. Do you want to introduce our guest who's going to be coming on? Of course. We have none other than Brittany Galvin. Now, we all know Brittany went through quite the rigor at the end of Paradise, and we have a lot to catch up on in her life. Just because the season doesn't mean the drama behind the scenes and everything in people's lives. 
as they say, what is it? The show must go on. The show must go on. Yes. And so we're going to get the scoop from her very soon on like what actually went down with her and Tyler at the end of Paradise and then obviously after Paradise. Before that, Thomas, you want to chat and catch any of our listeners up on our lives, on our house? I know you love talking about the renovations. Well, the exciting thing is I'm actually recording from inside the house right now for the first time in hour history. Because This is a moment. Um, yeah, no, I'm just echoing your sentiment earlier that three-year-olds are the cutest little viral infected bundles of joy that any of us could ever have in this world. So yeah, it was, it was fun spending time in Minnesota. The, the baby fever is definitely kicking. Um, yeah. Sick all the time. That's going to be something I'm getting used to. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun being back in Minnesota with you. I was, I obviously always love bringing you back there. You haven't yet been there for the summer, which I think you're really going to appreciate, but uh, we had a great Thanksgiving. We ate way, way, way too much every day. I had to just constantly wear sweatpants each and every day that we were there. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun seeing you with my niece and nephew with both a little baby and then running around with a three-year-old. I don't know who had more energy, you or my niece. You both are crazy. Until it was time to like change diapers or something. I definitely. (gasps) Oh my God. She, she, she pooped in the living room. (laughs) And at that point she, she won the day. I was like, I can't compete with this. Should we share that story with everyone? I don't know. I don't know if we should share it. It's a it's a three year old poop story. But Thomas knows how to change a diaper, but he says he doesn't want to like physically actively partake in this until we have our own kids. Like he wants it to be his own DNA. So he has watched me change my niece and nephew's diapers before. But we have yet this is the first time that we've had to deal with a three-year-old going to the bathroom (laughs) and so she's she's potty trained so she like has her little toilet that she'll like pick up and bring with her and like put it in room to room so she can go to the bathroom and you know after a big thanksgiving meal all of the stuffing the turkey the mashed potatoes hit her hard these might be the details that we could have made a little bit my love. she runs into the into the living room and thomas and i are babysitting and i'm holding this little baby who i just fed he's asleep she looks at thomas and she's like i gotta go to the bathroom and thomas is like okay cool go to the bathroom you're potty trained so she goes to the bathroom and it's not number one it turns into be number two but she doesn't know how to like fully wipe herself so she looked at thomas like come on uncle tommy and his face when he looked at me was pure terror i have never seen thomas's face look the way it did it was like he was traumatized he he did not know what to do. So he's like, quick, give me the baby. You can wipe her. And so I proceeded to take care of my little cute niece. And um, I feel that's fair, though. There should be a line of delineation. If you are not the direct blood relative, well, you should pass on the obligation to wipe the three-year-old's butt to the direct blood relative. <laughs> but the yeah. best part, but Thomas, the best part, and he's all watching this, but he like doesn't want to be. But she doesn't just like... <laughs> This might be TMI. I don't just like wipe her. She proceeds to do a full on somersault. Pl- if anyone does yoga, you know, like the plow pose where the like the legs go over the head on the ground. That's how she had me wipe her. And I'm like, well, we're really getting clean this time around. And 
Uh, with that, I really am sorry for all of our happy hour listeners listening yeah, to so this with, episode With that, right happy now. hour listeners, I will be resigning effective immediately. I'm <laughs> sorry that you guys had to just listen through that. <laughs> Becca. Oh, Lord. This is my sister's or my mom's going to call me and be like, you should not have shared that story on the podcast. But hey, it's real. And now Thomas wants kids more than ever. So here we are. Which brings us to happy endings or not so happy endings after paradise. <laughs> Great segue. Um, yeah, let's get into bringing Brittany on. We have so many questions for her. I don't know about our listeners and Thomas. I, I don't know about you. I don't know how how active you are on the TikTok, but there's been some TikTok she's done trying to rope Tyler in. I want to know like if he's joined her, if not, like we have all the things. So let's bring her on and get her take post paradise. Well, Brittany, welcome to happy hour. This is your first time here. First time on a podcast ever. So what's more nerve wracking? Like having your first date ever in Bachelor in Paradise or being on your first Bachelor podcast? <laughs> I'm going to go have, I'm going to have to go with date because the cameras, but this, I'm, yeah. like, I'm in my messy apartment. So we're chilling. Oh my gosh. No, this will be so easy. So fun. Well, I'm happy that you are on happy hour then to talk about all this. I know we have like, a, obviously a ton of questions for you. Um, let's start off. Well, first of all, now that paradise, the reunion filming, everything is over just overall. How have you been? I'm okay. Um, I mean, definitely throughout the season, it was amazing and like all like the love from everyone was awesome. But when a lot of people just only watch the reunion just to kind of see the recap, um, Mm -hmm. it was a little bit shocking with all like the backlash that came from it. Um, just because, you know, watching it back, what was a 20 minute conversation only 60 seconds gets to get shown. So Mm -hmm. it's a little bit hard, (laughs) Yeah, but it's definitely nice. Like not, seeing myself on the screen every Monday and Tuesday and like just spending time with family and friends right now. Being able so to other than spending more. time with family and friends, what are you doing just to really ground yourself? Cause you said, okay. And I think we all felt just like that pain behind it. Cause there's a lot that goes into it. So what, what is Dana? Uh, now? Yeah. I mean, I deleted my Instagram app. I mean, I'm going to redownload it, but I just kind of needed to just not see all of that. And it's mm-hmm. definitely died down. I think it's been like a week now. So like, I'll probably redownload it after this podcast, but I've just been doing yoga and just going on walks and yeah, we're just chilling right now. Yeah. It can be a lot. It's, it's, and I'm sure you experienced this coming off of the actual season, right? Like off of filming and being quarantined on this beach with the same people day in and day out. It's an adjustment to come back to real life. But then it's also a weird adjustment that no one can really fully understand living your real life while it's all being aired on TV. And as you said, so much is filmed. Basically, the entire time is filmed, but viewers are only seeing a few seconds of a conversation or a quick clip here and there. And it's not the full picture. So I can understand like just this like adjustment process for you has got to be tough. Have you been able to lean on your friends and family this past week and just spend time like for Thanksgiving? Yeah, no, I've been been, like talking to like cast members that were on my season just because they kind of understand and know the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. So it's been really nice, like having those resources because, you know, some people don't have that, but you know, regardless, I mean, 
I just don't think a lot of people know that like a lot of this was being filmed months ago. And then I know the reunion was like a month ago still though, but like I've had time to like process and have conversations with, you know, Tyler and whoever, but mm-hmm. yeah. The big thing, and I really commend you for this, is having the, the self-respect to step away from all that and deleting the app and just mm-hmm. taking head space as someone who's gone through a tough experience coming off the show as well i know firsthand what those hate messages could be like and it's, it's just overwhelming yeah. so to walk away from that and just focus on you i, I applaud you for that and i also oh, will say, thank when you, you i appreciate off, that it gets better i mean it's 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 gonna return to a normal and you're gonna put all that behind you and you're gonna be a better person for it yeah mm-hmm. and i mean i can't even imagine like the magnitude it probably is for you guys or just people with a bigger fan base you get like regardless like of how good of a person you are you still get hate you know mm-hmm. i i saw something on like my tiktok about like claire crawley how she yeah. like posted and she's mm-hmm. still getting hate after like all these months of not being like the bachelorette anymore so it's just pretty crazy that people have so much like hate in their hearts and just like yeah. so much evilness to reach and- out to a random stranger yeah, I can just say, honestly, and this has taken me years now of being out of the show, really, like, stay out of the DMs. It, you know, it's and and you have to remember these people truly don't know you and they they think yeah. they do for the two seconds. They don't know you. They like, who are they to really judge? And it's always somebody projecting an insecurity or an issue or something going on in their lives onto you, which is not fair. Nobody should be that punching bag. But it's smart to have deactivated Instagram for a while. Just stay out of the DMs. Like, don't read the comments. Yeah. Like, it's just, I mean, I it also, will get easier. <laughs> I, like, block people, too, because I'm, like, that's how I protect my peace. Yeah. I, like, saw some girl, um, her name's, like, Victoria Paris, but she blocks anyone that, like, sends her, like, a hate comment or a hate message because you could comment on, like, the Bachelor franchise stuff, anything you want about me, but, like, on my own po- personal profile, like, no, I'm not going to see that. So I just block everyone. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Blocking <laughs> feels so effing good sometimes. It feels great. Like I've done, I yeah. would take like a day and just do a deep clean sometimes on my social and just be like, block, block, block. I don't want to deal with your negativity. Do whatever yeah. you have to do to protect your mental health, your inner peace, all of that. Um, Let's get into, though, your time on Paradise. We're going to take you back a few months ago, put you back in that headspace. You were there since the beginning. And you're actually somebody that when Michelle and I were recapping each week, like we loved you. I loved you just seem to stand for what you believed and you know your worth. You would dodge the kisses if you knew it wasn't right. If the relationship wasn't going your way. All time moment, by the way. Incredible. Two moments. Miss miss those times. Oh yeah. Two two dodges. It was great. But (laughs) you really seem to, I would say, find your footing in paradise during that split week. Obviously that was a wild ride and it threw everyone for a loop, but that's where you were actually introduced to Tyler, which was your main relationship relationship on that beach you guys seem to hit it off together right away what was your initial connection with him like okay so I feel like a lot of people didn't get to see my story and a lot of my journey building up to that moment but I kind of dealt with a lot of hardships of you know getting into relationships with some people not relationships but 
talking to some people at the beach and Mm -hmm. it just not working out. So when I met Tyler, he was the one person that right when I met him, he was just very like into the conversation. He wanted it very direct and it just made me feel really good to be pursued for once. And it just, honestly, it was amazing. Like we had so many things in common, um, just from our like backgrounds and, you know, our siblings and all that. So it was really cool to actually meet someone that I had so much one attraction to, but two, we had so many common interests. Mm -hmm. Did you know, I think it was one of your first couple conversations with Tyler and and it might've actually been the first kiss you shared, but do you remember like we were watching it back and Shanae was like, the girls were kind oh, of yeah. seeing was... you like have this moment and this kiss and Shanae kind of had the meltdown in the background and went into her room and was upset. Did you know any of that was going on or were no you just idea. oblivious? Okay. Well, also I'm like watching it back because I got to see Tyler's date with Shanae. I didn't know how intentional he was with her too. So like seeing them like make out three times and like have all like these combos, um, I didn't realize like how serious it might've seemed to Shanae. So I totally understand where she was coming from, but I, yeah, I, I was just kind of surprised. Cause I'm like, I had no idea that was going on the entire time. Right. Yeah. Did you think, do you think watching back those moments that Tyler had with other cast members somewhat have had an impact on your guys' relationship outside in the real world? Um, I mean, at that time when I saw it, we weren't dating anymore, but I did text him and he didn't respond. I was like, damn, three times, but yeah. <laughs> was that almost like a moment of clarity for you then as well? Um, yeah. No, I, I think I was, because we broke up probably like a month before that, I want to say. So I already had my clarity, but it was just kind of like, oh, wow. He was very intentional with Shanae, that kind of was a shock to me. So Mm -hmm. were you able to ever have a conversation with her after that, before going back to the beach about like kind of where you stood and you're like, yeah, I have this connection. I didn't know it was as serious. Were you too able to sit down? Oh, you know, when Jesse would come in and like talk about where the relationships were, um, we did have conversations and I was like, Mm -hmm. you know, Tyler's my number one right now. Like I like, like him so much. So I think she kind of got the hint. But we never, I just didn't know that they were serious like that, um, even though he claimed that they weren't. So I didn't really have that conversation with her. And I don't think he had the conversation with her okay. either. So, man, so there's so much that happens and there's so much that goes on with everyone that it's hard to sit down. And it's easy for me, like, as if you were to be like, oh, well, like that conversation should have taken place. But of course, like there's so much behind the scenes that you don't know. So it's. And and I feel like the viewers always get so critical about that on people like, oh, she should have pulled him or had this conversation with her, this and that. And it's like there's sometimes just not time and sometimes you're just not aware unless yeah. somebody is very direct in your face about something you just don't always know. Yeah. Um, overall, was there anything from the season that was really difficult for you to watch back? Um, Just the reunion, honestly. Uh, just because, I mean, I got a bunch of backlash from it and it, I genuinely didn't feel like I came across cold hearted. It was just purely out of frustration because 
I did feel like we ended on mutual terms, but it just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, and they didn't really get to show the part where we're just going back and forth between the conversation. It just kind of showed me being very blunt and, um, I don't want to say like mean, but just not having a lot of respect for Tyler and he was just kind of hurting. So watching that back, like, I definitely was like, wow, like I wish we had to have this conversation before it got to this point. Mm-hmm. So that conversation you had with Tyler, that was the first time you guys really aired anything out since breaking up? Yeah. Yeah. So how did how did you feel going into that, knowing that you were going to be facing that, excuse me, that conversation? Were you nervous? What was, what was the headspace of Brittany going into that? I mean, I was definitely excited to see him. I mean, I, I come on the stage and I'm smiling, but you know, five seconds later, I'm like dead straight face just because I didn't realize like how hurt he was. Um, but you know, I was kind of confused by it because the way it kind of went down, um, he had said like, you know, we're both attractive people. We'll both like be just okay. You weren't single that long ago. And like, that's where I was just like, Oh, okay. Like, we're we're good but yeah i guess i guess not so okay so take us back to you two leaving paradise together right we saw you get in the van you still were in a relationship what was the relationship like like right after paradise did you two talk a lot i think you would either you or tara had mentioned you had visited each other out on in jersey and i think in chicago correct yeah. And it was amazing. Um, you know, there's just like those two days where you don't have your phone, mm-hmm. uh, before you get transitioned into the real world. And I was just sitting there and I was like, this doesn't even feel real. Like, I hope that he like still likes me even so after you two all couldn't even over. be together during those two yeah, days. Yeah, no. What? We got to do like, um, uh, you could like do like an overnight stay, which we did, but I was just so like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we're actually doing this. Like it's actually happening. We're going to meet each other's like families and friends because we talked so much about it on the beach. So having that be a reality was just really cool to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And we did like immediately after I went to Jersey for the 4th of July and we like spent the entire week together. And then right after he was like, I've never been to a Cubs game. So I took him to a Cubs game and we did all of that in Chicago um, before his season like really started airing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just felt like everything really did happen so fast. So after we met each other's families and friends, I kind of like had some serious conversations with him, you know, like where do you see yourself in five years? Like, you know, like the really like are we going to make the jump and move into like the same city or are we going to continue doing long distance? Mm -hmm. And after we had a few conversations, um, I kind of expressed to him that I needed a break, but that never really happened. So I just. So what specifically in those conversations was the turning point where you have this Rocky mountain high coming off of paradise, you enter the real world and then things don't necessarily add up. At what point were you, aware that this might not be your person um you know I was asking questions just about like his like values and goals and dreams and you know I I just really didn't see ours aligning at all like I feel like whatever I said to him he was just kind of reiterating that and I really wanted him to just like have his own 
like goals and dreams. And I want him to be his own person because I'm a very independent person and I need the person I'm with to be the same. when We just grow together. I don't want to like, you know, morph into one and like, mm-hmm. just, you know, um, so yeah, I just feel like when I asked him to just to have like a day to kind of process everything and he like didn't respect that, that's when it kind of started like chipping away at me. And I kind of just knew my answer at that point. Um, but yeah. So you had then you came to this decision of, okay, we need to just take a break. Like I just need some time, some space in that, in that moment, were you hoping like, okay, hopefully hero respected, hopefully we'll take a beat and, you know, I'll have some time to think about like what I truly want. We'll have a conversation. Was it in that time that he, when you say he, I guess he didn't respect it. And I want you to be able to have the floor to give your side. Cause we didn't see that, that at the reunion. So did he just continue to constantly reach out? Like what, what did that all look like? Yeah. Um, so I feel like a lot of people have been, you know, saying like, oh, he was double texting her. He's a stage five clinger. But like when you're in love with someone that shouldn't matter. I will text someone like all day long and like, I'll have no problem double texting. But it was the fact that I asked him just to have a little bit of space for a second, just because we did paradise. We went to Jersey, we went to Chicago. It was just like nonstop hanging out with each other and like being like with each other all the time um, to just like, I really wanted to have that opportunity to be like, okay, just because he's a great person, is he my person? So when I, you know, had that conversation with him, um, a few hours later, just, you know, sending Snapchats, like Instagram DMs, and then like asked me to have a conversation over the phone. So, you know, I wanted it to like work out and maybe just be able to have the opportunity to like miss him. But when I didn't get that, it just kind of really was hard for me to like overcome that. Mm -hmm. I will say, I'll be the one to say this. It is slightly unattractive when somebody doesn't respect your wishes. And one of the things I'll say to Brittany, what I'm hearing and what we've seen on the screen is you are so consistent in protecting your own headspace and your own energy and your own just inner goodwill that it's commendable. And it's something going back to the example of people sending disrespectful comments block. I am overwhelmed here. I'm just going to deactivate this. I'm overwhelmed with this relationship. Just let me walk away for a second. And to have someone who demonstrates that level of consistency is actually really cool to see. So I'm sorry things went down that the way that they did, but I'm, I'm glad to hear firsthand that you've been able to cultivate a skill set to really deal with whatever comes your way. Do yeah. You- oh, sorry. Keep- Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Do you, do you wish at any point things would have been handled a little differently or perhaps more directly where you're like, Hey, I need some time. Give me like, for example, three days or a week. Like, do you, did you ever directly say that? Or were you ever like, Hey, I'm going to get back to you in a week. Let's have this conversation over the phone or FaceTime at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of explained to them. I was like, I need like a day or two. Um, I didn't really want to like give like a dead set timeline, but I, you know, when he called me the next day, he basically explained that, you know, in his past, someone did the same thing where they asked for a break and they didn't talk to him for a couple of weeks. 
And I explained to them, I was like, I'm not that person. I just genuinely would like to kind of process my thoughts and my feelings and really like think about this relationship. So, yeah, I mean, I wish there was more of a direct communication um, on both our ends, because if I was feeling not confident in the relationship, I should have just been more direct with him. But he is such a sweet and nice guy that... Mm -hmm. I feel like I always kind of got sidetracked whenever I talked to him. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I just, looking back, I mean, I I didn't really know what to do in the situation. And like, I just really didn't want to waste like either of our time or energies on something I didn't feel, you know, confident in this early on in the relationship, because Mm -hmm. I think we were only together for like a month collectively. Um, So Going into then the finale, you in your mind thought you had this conversation. I'm assuming you thought you were both on the same page of we weren't each other's person. We've ended things. We're going our separate ways. So walking into that then, did you expect this conversation to go down as it did? Or did you see it taking a completely left turn once you got out there and actually started talking to Tyler again? Um, I thought it was going to be like a mutual type of conversation because uh when I first get out there that's just kind of how it was they're like you know Tyler said his side of the story can you explain yours and I was just like you know the transition between paradise to the real world is so incredibly hard um and you really have so many other factors that play into a relationship I just didn't see our lives aligning so we broke up shortly after and yeah I looking back it was just it came across really badly but I definitely thought we were like mutual going into it so yeah oh god have you had to talk to him since and air anything out just directly yeah um you know I texted him like immediately once I got my phone I was like hey like I didn't know you felt this way um I really wish we could have had this conversation prior to the reunion um just because I didn't know your like your thoughts or anything um but yeah you didn't respond for a few days but that's the thing is when I texted him before, I was just like, how are you doing? And I was like, damn, three times. I was like, okay, maybe he just wants space. You know, I was just assuming that just because he's not responding, I don't want to like keep messaging him and like him just being annoyed. Cause when you end a relationship, like, I don't know, different people have different ways of, they could either check up on their person or just completely like cut ties. And I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I guess the way I, I'm wired is I just don't really keep going back to the relationship, I guess. Well, yeah, it's um, like you ended it for a reason and you have to stick with that. It's like if you're continuing to talk, then where does that leave you both? Yeah. And that's the thing is a lot of people um, kind of sent me a lot of hate for doing it over FaceTime. But when you only dated someone for like a month and a half, you live long distance and everything I just don't really know the way you're supposed to go about it like what do you guys think like I, I don't I don't know what I would do well, yeah, it, or something like that what? what was it said that you were in Italy did I hear that somewhere you were in Italy when you FaceTimed them and it was there was a whole you know I was actually in London with my friend and I literally was like I mean she was like in the bathroom at the time but I was like in my hotel room and it was right when I got to London. I was like probably like two days after I got there, but it got misconstrued into she was flying everywhere. And then, you know, um, at the end of her trip, like decided to FaceTime and break up with me. I was blindsided. So yeah, that's 
was a little bit confusing too, where this whole like Italian fiasco came out. But what was that moment for you sitting in a hotel room in London right before you're about to FaceTime them where you're just like, oh shoot, this needs to happen? Or what was going through your mind? Um, we kind of got into like a disagreement because he was filming the mental all and he invited me to come to California after it was going to be done airing. But my mom had her birthday that weekend. So I told him I couldn't. And, you know, my answer with like, with the relationship as I didn't, I wasn't fully there anymore. Um, I like knew my answer at that point and I just needed to kind of get away from everything. I feel like I didn't really get an opportunity to kind of decompress. So immediately I was just like, I'm, I'm going, I'm booking a trip to London. I just need to get away for a sec and like actually have a vacation from the vacation because paradise really it's isn't not a vacation, vacation at whatsoever. All. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm like, you're put to work for sure. Yes. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, he just got back from California and I texted him and I was just like, oh, how was California? And he's like, I'm thinking about moving there. And I was like, you know, it's definitely your vibe. And he's like, how's London? And I was just like, yeah, it's, I mean, I've only been here for like 24 hours or 48 hours at that time. It's like, it's great. I mean, he kind of said something like, um, uh, you know, you should just move there for the year, like live your life or something like that. And I was just kind of like, okay, is everything okay? Like, did I Wait, do he told wrong? you to move to London for the year? Yeah, because I was just like, oh, it's, it's great. Like, I could so see myself living here. And he's like, yeah, you should just live your life and like move there for the year. And I was like, is everything okay? And then that's kind of what initiated like, can we FaceTime? And then mm -hmm. we like had a probably an hour conversation and it just, yeah, we kind of went in circles for a sec, but then we ended up breaking up. I mean, I will say this, like people have broken up in all sorts of ways and I've lived through several of them that were recorded and not recorded. If you're dating somebody for a few weeks and it's not super serious and you live across the country, I think doing a FaceTime call, I would say is a fair way to do it, right? Like, it's not like you two were engaged. I've known people on this show yeah. who have been on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Paradise, who have broken up via text. People who were engaged who broke up in worse ways than this. So honestly, like, I, I, I know people, again, are critical and are probably giving you shit for, oh my God, she did it on FaceTime. But given the circumstances, I feel like it's totally fair yeah i mean people like said like you know there was like a lack of respect like you guys said i love you and everything but i feel like it would have been a little bit more shitty if i you know booked a trip to jersey or if he came to chicago we spent the whole weekend together and i was like look i i'm not feeling 100 in this relationship we should break up i'm just gonna say you showed more time and patience with one FaceTime than other people who have been engaged on this show in the past have given their partners. So I feel like if I was like smart about the situation and if I was trying to like, you know, lead him on, I would have waited till after the reunion, but I'm just like, I would never want to do that to somebody. And he is such a great guy. So I want to like give him the chance to meet other people and to do like what he needs to do in his path. But mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just in, in hindsight, do you have any regrets in any ways that it went down? Um I 
knowing how he felt after I wish I checked in. I, even though he didn't respond, I wish I kept like, you know, trying to be like, Hey, is everything okay? Like, you know, can we have another conversation? But I feel like that's just probably my only regret because I, you know, some people are more sensitive than others and they need that, you know, clarity after a relationship is done. So I, I wish I did check up on him um, during that time and I didn't wait until after the reunion or during the reunion, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I hope just like having you on here to give your take, say your piece, and at least like hopefully Tyler can hear, you know, like, oh, I did wish I would have handled things a little bit differently. I hope that is is maybe enough and is and not to say closure because I don't think either of you two at this point probably need closure, but just at least something he can take from it. Um is there anything that, like, in terms of the haters and the comments and people that were reaching out and saying just hateful, hurtful things to you, like, that you wish they would know or that you could say to them now? Just shut them down. Um, you know, there's, like, two sides to every story, and you only see a small part of, like, a way bigger picture. Um, but, you know, just be nice be like kind because you really don't know the entirety of the story um mm-hmm. but regardless i'm like uh, everyone's like oh well she put herself in this position i'm like yeah well I-, I didn't expect to you know get like such hurtful comments of just you know my physical attributes or whatever it may be it's just people are a lot meaner online <laughs> yeah it's a scary place. It really is. And especially given the fact that everything is now at your fingertips, making it so much easier to spew off anything you're thinking makes it very difficult. So, okay, let's project forward off of the hard, dramatic stuff and and talk about what's next for you. Are you currently dating anyone are you open to meeting somebody uh, either oh, she's making a face that's a smile uh, <laughs> um, i'm not dating anyone like specifically um but yes i i am open i'm, I'm single right now and i'm just probably not gonna post about like that until everything kind of just airs out a little bit but I'm I'm definitely in the single dating realm and I would like to meet someone because the holidays you know they're they're cold and I wish I had somebody (laughs) it's cuffing season baby it is cuffing season (laughs) Uh, y'all got any eligible bachelors when you say eligible bachelors do you mean is there anyone in bachelor nation you'd be interested in or was that just in in general i i don't like i don't care if they're in the industry with bachelor nation or not i'm just like i'm trying to meet like a good person the only independent good person the only person i would say from bachelor nation at this point in time that i would want to set any of my friends up with would be rodney Oh, Rodney is like a good friend, though. Yeah. 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 Like, friends out. She's like, oh, yeah. Um, okay, yeah, really quick. a good friend. Is there anyone else from perhaps Bachelor Nation that has caught your eye that you maybe didn't meet on the beach? Or that you did that you would hope may- maybe there's still a chance? Or how about this? Um, less pressure on you. If one person was to potentially hear this and slide into your DMs, is there a certain person you'd want that to be? 
Um, I always joked about John Paul Jones because I'm like, I loved him. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, the reality of that situation would never happen. I mean, like, I, he has no idea. I don't think he's like affiliated with the franchise at all. Um, but, you know, there's someone in Chicago that I definitely am interested in. But From Bachelor? <laughs> we're going to leave that to, to uh, guessing. <laughs> Wait. Oh, okay. Dustin oh, is come on. You can't leave Chicago. us on a cliffhanger like this. Was, is it someone from Chicago who was on the beach with you this summer? Who you might have had? <laughs> yeah. Andrew! Was it Andrew? Are we getting some tea right now? No, 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 no. I mean, we're we're just we're just friends. But I mean, I, I think that if something came from it, it would be really cool because I do enjoy hanging out with him and he's and you already know how he kisses. So like I do. <laughs> that's done. To be fair, if I had a short list of potential couples to go on a double date with. You and Andrew would be close to the top. So just just throwing it out there for our own selfish. We would have the best double date ever, I promise. But I would be all don't get my hopes up now. Damn it. Now I'm just gonna wanna manifest this and make this happen. I love Andrew. I love him so much. He's like a little brother. No, but for all that we're just we're just good friends um right now and like there's no pressure. And that's what I love about like not having like cameras around or anything, because we're just enjoying like our time together but you will be yourselves and live your lives like you would away from it all that's huge exactly Mm -hmm. and no pressure but yeah we'd be devastated now (laughs) (laughs) don't break our hearts Brittany. um okay so would you in the future next summer ever ever consider going on paradise again um you know in a lot of my interviews i was like absolutely not but you know if if there was I don't know. I don't know if I would. Like, if there was, like, a good, like, if I knew someone that was going that I really wanted to meet, mm-hmm. then absolutely. But I just, I had, I feel like I had a good run, and I had a really yeah. good rewrite of my story, and I wouldn't want to come back and for all that to be forgotten. Because totally. a lot of people were like, she faked the whole season. And I'm like, I really didn't, but. No. I feel like you came across throughout everything that we saw at least as viewers like very real like very true to who you are and that's one thing I will say I actually there was so when Thomas and I were in paradise last year there was a moment where you know everyone kind of talks like who's going to come down on the beach what girls are they bringing in this week we for a moment thought that you might come down those steps and I was like quite honestly I would love to meet her I would love to have her on I think she got the very shitty short end of the stick on Matt season. I thought it was horrible. And I was like, I would love for her to have a new, better memory of this franchise and, and kind of rewrite your story, as you said. And I think you did just that. And it was, it was so fun watching you. Yeah. I mean, it would have been so sick to have been on the beach with you the previous summer, but honestly, I'm really glad I waited uh, just because I, I really like my mental state at the time was not in the in the best uh, realm. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I really needed time just to get away from everything. And like, I didn't even post for a few months because I'm like, I just really wanted to get away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad I waited because like coming into the beach with like a whole new mindset, not knowing a single person that was going to be there and just like having a fresh start was amazing. Mm hmm. 
outside of that, do you have any advice for anyone else who might go down to the beach in the future? Um, I think something that really helped me was I like came onto the beach sober. So like a few months, like before, like I just like wasn't drinking. And then when I came on, like it made me very in tune with all my thoughts and all like my motives. But you know, after the pizza Pete day, I, uh, unfortunately <laughs> had a glass of wine. So I, I like went back again, but if you really want to completely be your most authentic self and like get what you need out of the situation, which is obviously trying to find love. I feel like being sober definitely. Definitely helps. It really helped me. Yeah. No, I love that though. Just to go in with a clear mind. What is it? Clear eyes, clear heart can't lose. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of well, mentality. Yeah, it's so hard. I mean, it's just like, it's a very um, easy way to, you know, just bond with everyone. Like everyone, like let's take a shot together. So mm-hmm. like, I would just be like, okay, Wells, can I have like a glass of water? And it was just, mm-hmm. it was definitely hard, but yeah. What were you going to say, Thomas? So now that paradise is somewhat in your rear view and you're able to rewrite your future moving forward, what's next for you? Um, I honestly, my lease ends in February and I feel like the move is to go to LA just because I feel wow. like there's just a lot more opportunities. I've tried to live in LA before, but my landlord completely screwed me over. So I came back to Chicago, but I mean, I'm just, I love Chicago and like, I could live here for the rest of my life, but mm-hmm. I really need like a change my twenties to be a very like pushing motivational time where I'm just taking risks and like trying new opportunities. Cause I could always come back to all of this, but mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Do you have any plans for the holidays? Is all of your family still in the Midwest? Yeah. Um, okay. they're all in the Midwest. Uh, I don't really like the only thing after the holidays is my friend, she's studying in Madrid for a little bit. So I think I'm going to go there for a little getaway. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's going to be weird not having my best friend here anymore. Cause she's like literally inseparable with me. So mm-hmm. yeah, she leaves from Madrid and then I think I'm going to go visit her right away just to have a little vacay for the birthday. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. What good, about you guys? Good things to look forward to. We're just celebrating here. The right. goal is I want to clear out the room, get a Christmas tree this week, and then just start celebrating. A Christmas. real one or a oh, fake one? Real one. Big real Christmas Okay. Tree. Yeah. We where where a- do you stand on real versus fake Christmas trees? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you guys have the new space. You got to start putting some decorations or something. I don't know if we can. I just no, see it's, boxes. It's such a, a disaster that I'm afraid we're not going to be able to decorate. I have so much Christmas Christmas shit at, like in storage. I'm like, I need to be able to put it out. But yeah, I don't know. We'll just, it'll be super chill this year. We'll spend time with his family. And then we have a lot of traveling, a lot of weddings next year. So I'm, I'm like, let's just take December, chill, relax and then next year will be crazy town again um yeah but Brittany, before we let you go we have to get into two things so because this was kind of a weird crazy week and schedules were all over the place um i am just going to share a resource for all of our listeners and i also as i'm saying this i realize i didn't screenshot and share my resource from last week so i will do that right after this podcast um but also on top of that one that I will repost. Um, so 
I pulled this one because it's actually come across in a couple different articles that I've read and I want to start it. It's a, I believe it's a five or six part audio series called 1619. And I think this would be very fitting because Thomas and I a couple weeks ago went and saw Hamilton and as entertaining and lovely and wonderful as that evening was, I mean, it obviously has to do with our history and there's a lot just even from seeing that Broadway play that I either didn't remember from history class back in the day or that I wasn't even taught and learned. And I think that's the case with a lot of schools around the country. And so this one gets into um, it's hosted. Her name is Nicole Hannah Jones, but it basically examines American history at the start of our country. And it really gets into slavery. And so each episode is about 30 to 40 minutes. They're quick, quick listens and um, very informative. So it's called 1619. So that is the resource of the week. And again, I will share that on my Instagram for anyone who needs to find it. And now, as you all know, we always share our rose and thorn. And so Brittany, usually we do it just for like a specific episode that our guest is on. But because you lived all of paradise and watched it all back. I would love for you to share your rose and thorn from your entire experience throughout these past couple months. Uh, there was a date, but basically my producer and I, I hadn't listened to music for a few weeks and it was the middle of June. And he was like, what song do you want to listen to? So I was like heat waves by glass animals. And we were just screaming it in the car. <laughs> and that was probably one of the most like liberating best nights of my life because I just, completely forgot where I was and it actually felt like I was in paradise at the moment mm -hmm. uh biggest thorn probably split week uh just because I didn't realize like how much I cried and it's just so icky to watch back because everyone's like how are they feeling all these emotions for guys they just met like a few days ago I mean yeah that that was icky <laughs> yeah I, I can't imagine I would paradise is crazy and stressful enough that I can't imagine living through that, like, and having it be an enjoyable experience. Yeah. I mean, they, thankfully they cut a lot of cringy moments that I remember doing. So grateful for that. Cause I'm <laughs> like, like I just such as what cringy moments. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> When Aaron came down, he was someone I really wanted to meet. So they were like doing things like, oh, like, who do you want to meet? And I was like, Aaron. They're like, who do you want to kiss more, Aaron or James? I was like, Aaron. I was like, oh, God. So thank God they yeah. aired that all out or they didn't air it all. But yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, Brittany, it has been so fun having you. I know that I, I hope that this was a safe space where you could feel like, Again, you can give your take on the situation, kind of lay out what actually went down post-Paradise a bit more for viewers and listeners to just back off a bit and to realize everyone has a different story, a different way of handling things, and you're just doing your best. Uh, we were very happy to talk to you today. You're somebody we've wanted for a while. Well, I really appreciate you guys ha having me today. I mean, I've just been definitely in my head about everything, so I really just appreciate having the moment to kind of air everything out and kind of say my side of things. Mm -hmm. um, definitely not here to, you know, shame anyone or to bash anyone. Mm -hmm. I would just like, I'm really happy I got to tell my side. So yeah. Thank well, you. thanks, Brittany. <laughs> now go relax, pop open a bottle of the bubbles I sent you. Just chill and um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you. You too.
Well, Brittany's lovely. Yeah, I, I said it to her directly. I'll say it again here. I am blown away with her levels of consistency and protecting her own mental space. As crazy as this world can be, she's doing a great job of just reserving that love for herself and allowing things that she's willing to allow and stepping away from things she's willing to step away from. Yeah. And that's hard to do. So yeah. I, I a break a break from social media, I think, is a good idea. I honestly think everyone coming off this show should do it just for a hot second at least. Um, I really liked how she said towards the end there when she was talking about potentially moving to L.A., like her 20s are for pushing herself and getting uncomfortable and trying new things. And I think that's such a great mentality. It's so smart. I think it's something that we could all try to do more of, definitely. And so... Yeah, I she has been someone who we've wanted on the podcast for a while. I've really liked her throughout this season. I'm so glad we have actually got to see more of her on Paradise this season, kind of as her redemption story. So it was great having her on. Huge thank you to Brittany. Tommy, a huge thank you to you, my love bug, for coming on in a pinch of the moment last minute here. I so appreciate it. You're the best. Before you got on, I did say how much I love you and how perfect you were and that you're just somebody so reliable. So thank you. Oh, we already recorded the episode, babe. You don't got to butter me up, but I'll take it. <laughs> I don't know. I really do. I just appreciate you so much. So thank oh, you for joining me again. Anything for a happy hour list. Yeah, yeah. And huge thank you to all of our happy hour peeps out there. Uh, And everyone, I have to say, they are currently casting for men to date our next bachelorette. I have no idea who that is going to be. But if you are single or if you know anyone who is single looking to mingle, go to our website to nominate them or apply at bachelornation.com slash apply. And as always, make sure to sit up on our social. You can follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you can find everything you'll need to follow us on TikTok and Twitter. And Prime members, you can listen to Happy Hour ad-free on Amazon Music. Just download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. But before you go, tell us something about yourself by completing a very short survey at Wondery.com survey. Thank you, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Well, you won't see him next week. I won't see you next week. Maybe well, you will. Week. Who knows? You'll hear our voices. You'll hear Michelle, Becca. There'll be voices coming to the speakers next week. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, cheers, everybody. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. 
Ready to feel the results? Head over to symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next-day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.